Greetings, everyone. This is Boss Rush Mode here, giving you another edition of the Crow's Nest, a little off-format segment of Retro Reductibus. We like to do every once in a while some bonus content for you, but we just talk about things that we don't aren't aren't necessarily retro-related, though sometimes they can be. But it's you know a little, little off-format from the the main flagship show. And now with me today, I have Parasite Steve. Yes, how's it going? You can just call me. Uh, you can call me a uh, 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 Blitz. Yeah. The O is silent. And uh, <laughs> Nintendo. Uh, welcome to the gutter. We've been expecting you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that, that cackle, that, 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 that laugh. Bobby Blitz, Ellsworth cackle. That's and, right. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's Bobby Blitz. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just Steve Blitz. Oh, yes. Okay. Nobody, it's okay. That, Nobody calls me that. From, from, the, from the clan <laughs> Blitz, yeah. From, from, yeah, from yeah, the yeah. wrecking crew. <laughs> Yeah, there are a few uh, things that people don't call you. you that's true. They don't call me Dave. <laughs> no, it, they don't. They never call me late for supper, supper and that's because I oh. always warn people to not do that. That's true. Mm-hmm. I've said mm-hmm. that. I've heard you with my own two ears. I, I just really like uh, supper. <laughs> or yeah, well, I mean, hey. I, I mean, I just like food. I, I, I dig supper. I mean, supper is a, supper's a good time. You know usually. what's even better than supper, though? What? Is the fucking green and black. The oh, green absolutely. and black is pretty awesome. That's true. Uh, yes, yes. And that's that's what this crow's nest will be about. We are going to talk about the band Overkill and their main discography over their illustrious careers. Now, before we get into the meat and potatoes of this, I do want to mention one LP they had or EP, whatever they call it, like little mini ones. Yeah. Okay. They don't actually count as albums. Um, this one is called "Fuck You" and then some, and it's the first thing of Overkill that I personally bought. And the the thing with this is. Um, I was a sophomore in high school uh, at the time when I discovered this band or when this band was like, kind of like I was showing the light about this band. It was the current album at the time was the years of decay. Okay. Uh, I was at school and I used to draw a lot back in the day, kind of going a little bit farther back to kind of set this stuff. Uh, I used to draw a lot back in the day and I used to have this character. And at the time he was called overkill, but he would eventually evolve and become old tracks. My mascot. And if you're any of you familiar with my page, boss rush mode, you see, you know that character is basically the mascot, and he, he's also on the uh, the Reductibus, uh, the the, the yes, business page, right? Yeah, yeah. He's like little, he's, yeah, he's basically he's my avatar. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> right. basically my avatar. You know, Parasite Steve has done pretty much all the the the, the uh, I was going to say retro the um, sprite graphics. Uh, yeah, all the stuff like the uh, current ones. Yeah, but anyway, I'm kind of yeah, I'm but they're all based on here. your old original drawings. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But, uh, and this was like you know, one of the original names for this character was Overkill. So I like back in the day in high school, you had like those paper bag, uh, you know, book covers, and you know, you just draw on them, you write oh, whatever yes. on it. You know, besides like what book it was, like math <laughs> or science. Yeah. And, uh, so I had written Overkill, but I had written it for the character that I, I drew a lot. And one of the kids walked by, saw it, and like, "Oh, you like Overkill, huh? Awesome." I'm like, yeah, I, I do. And just, <laughs> I'm, I'm still thinking for a split second he's thinking about the character I drew. Like, no, there's absolutely no way he's talking about that. You're like, so you're like whoa, he's so famous already. <laughs> I am so amazing. <clears throat> I've drawn the character like maybe five times. <laughs> he's a phenomenon. He's close to it anyway. I mean, he, he likes the character, but he doesn't know who drew it apparently because he just said, asked me if I liked it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it it dawned on me like, all right, he's clearly not talking about him, so it must be a band or something. And it just so happened, maybe like a couple of days later on MTV, uh, I saw the video for Elimination. Yes. And I was like, yeah. oh, 
okay, this band is pretty kick-ass. And then shortly thereafter, I went and bought the Fuck You and Then Some EP. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing about this EP is, like, this is, like, around the, like, the explicit lyrics sticker was, you know, really kind of, you know, getting pushed for all these, like, right. you know, you know, all this music with like naughty words in it and stuff and graphic imagery to, to on, the, on the covers. To prevent kids from buying this stuff, even though it did the, the complete opposite. Right, exactly. It's like, <laughs> oh, you don't want me to have this? I want it more. It's right. basically fuck like, you. When I, when it's like, fuck you, I want you. this. And then some. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but uh, the thing about this was like the cover was reversible. So when you bought it at the store, it was like a, it was a very plainish cover and like, the word fuck wasn't spelled out. It was like all those like Hubert swear symbols. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like yes, that, yes. that you and then some. And it was like, I, like the band logo overkill. But when you bought it and you took it, you could reverse it. So you could like flip the, the little booklet over or like what that, whatever came with cassettes in the day, like the, the sleeve. And uh, it would have like the proper cover with like the big middle finger, you know, pointing out and, yeah. you, know, yeah. and you know, bold words, fuck you. And then some, and it's like, all right, this is the way it's supposed to be. Nice. Right, so that, right. that, that was my introduction to Overkill, besides the video. For, they, for they, should, they should have called it Forget You and then some. <laughs> Forget you, friend. <laughs> Forget you, friend. <laughs> but anyway. It's so heavy. <laughs> Fuck it, heavy. <laughs> very heavy. Not as heavy as Virgin Killer. No, that's very, very, very heavy. A name they were considering for themselves back in the day, but we can maybe touch on that a little bit later. Um, well, let's, let's get to the actual albums. So um, mm-hmm. I've, got, I've got a bunch of that. They like to have 19 like, studio albums, like proper studio albums. And I've, I've separated a bunch of these in like, blocks of like you know, three, four, or five. And the first four is you know, what mo- most people would consider the classic overkill. The yeah. first four albums, uh, Feel the Fire, Taking Over, Under the Influence, and The Years of Decay. Mm. With, um, uh, throughout, the, throughout the entire band's history, Bobby Blitz Ellsworth was the vocalist, and the and Dee Dee Verney was the bass player. And for the first two albums, it was, the drummer was Rat Skates. Yep. And for Under the Influence and Years of Decay, it was Sid Falk. Yep. And uh, the guitar player throughout this whole time was uh, Bobby Gustafson. So that was the, the, you know, the, the classic, the, you know, the, the, the foundation of you know, the... the but what most people would consider, like you know, the best overkill, I guess. Yeah. Although I I like it a lot, but uh. Yeah. So so uh, any of you guys jump in during this era, or you guys come uh, in a little bit late? Uh, I don't know about this this era. I came in like like three albums like after the Years of Decay. Okay. Yeah, I mean that, that's that's where I came in but, on the last album in this particular this grouping. But uh, the first song that I heard was uh, Overkill Three. Okay, under, uh, the, under influence. the influence, yeah, and, yeah. and 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 that was when I heard that when WFO came out in '94, because I remember yeah, yep. going to Strawberries with you yeah. to yep. get the the single, and uh, and I I bought some CD as well. I don't remember what it was, but it was all about Overkill. My oh yeah, my, when we first heard that single, like holy fuck, yeah, the production was fucking trash, but holy yeah. fuck. <laughs> But the, the songs song are awesome. was awesome. Yeah. So goddamn good. Right. But uh, yeah, so um, I've obviously you've, you've gone back and acquainted yourself with the, the first four albums, I'm, I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what, what, what do you think? Which, uh, any of these particular albums stand out for you as your favorite of these first four um, at least? For me, um, for the longest time, it would be taking over. Yeah, I just think that album is just fucking fantastic. With the really with uh, the the first track with Deny the Cross, 
yeah. which is so goddamn epic and so yeah. fucking heavy. And hearing that song live is like, oh, holy shit, so fucking good. <laughs> yeah. That, that is a kick-ass tune. And then the the Wrecking Crew is so goddamn good. Oh yeah, uh, classic. Power Surge. Yeah. Oh, so goddamn good. And you need we stand was probably like uh, the first anthemic song I want to say. Right. Um, and of course, Overkill Two, The Nightmare Continues, yep. which I think is like the worst out of the the Pentilogy. Yeah, Pentilogy. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I still like it a lot. Right. No, I hear you. I might actually agree with you on that one, actually. Even though yeah, it's still good, it's probably my, the, the least good. Yeah. 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 I, I think it's, I think it's, uh, I think probably the, the fifth one is my least favorite, but for, oh, yeah, for, yeah, for years, yeah. it was always Overkill 2, Nightmare Continues is my least. And yeah, uh, right. for those who don't know what we're talking about, there, uh, there is a, uh, a, a trend that four. And then 20 years after that one, five, <laughs> the fifth album, uh, at the end of it, the, the the last song, or in some cases, I think maybe the second to last song, or is it always the last song? It's always the last you, one. Yeah. The last um, one, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 an overkill, and with, then with, it's, with the it, exception it of us, except for the the fourth, um, the the first album, it was the second to last song because okay. they put Sonic Reducer as the last. Well, that song. was that was like a that was a cover. Yeah, but it was a bonus track, and it wasn't on, on the, original, uh, the original release. Overkill okay. was the last song. So they had overkill. Because, yeah, because I got. Yeah. I got the reissue because it added the bonus. It was like a bonus track. Oh, so. uh, okay. Oh, and, and then they kept doing sucks. sequels, and it was like right. Overkill 2, Overkill 3, and then Overkill 4 was Evil Never Dies. And the way you know it's yeah, connected is, is so uh, uh, they always had this thing, not, not only is it at the end of the album, but they had this thing where whatever the last riff of that song was, that would come back as like a, a prelude in the next song. So you right, always, it was on like, the next yeah. album, yeah, yeah. On the next, right, the, the, but the next the ending, Overkill. So over, the end riff of Overkill Two is the beginning riff of Overkill Three, right? And, yes. and something like that. So it's yeah, yeah. linked, and it's all about this, you know, made-up serial killer called Overkill and uh, Devil Worshipper guy. And right. I think, as the story goes, I think he's like, it's hard to remember. I think he was like summoned by a cult or something. I think I feel like there was a cult of Overkill and. Um, the brand had something to do with that, which was the fifth one. And I don't know, it's, it's neat. It's like loosey goosey stuff, but you know, it's, yeah, it's, right. Yeah. They're yeah. invariably like top tier songs for whatever album that they're on. Right. Yeah, exactly. And in yeah. some cases they're the best song, I think like hands down, like, I mean, evil never dies is, is just amazing. Yeah. God tier. God it tier. Is, yeah. But, um, it's just so ridiculous. Yeah. And overkill three. I mean like, and honestly I love the first overkill. Uh, that was always mm, my favorite yep. on, on that one. But for me, I, uh, of those first, so my first album was the same as Joe's. Um, okay. So WFO. It was, it was WFO in 94. And, uh, my first introduction to the band was definitely, uh, through you boss rush. You were definitely, okay for sure, the person who brought this oh. band to my knowledge. Oh, yeah. Um, I was all about the overkill. Yeah, yeah. you were always, always, always big <laughs> Guys hooked. on them. Yeah, super hooked. And uh, at that point... I mean, I they were have... my favorite band for quite a while. Yeah. Yeah. And, and at that point, I didn't really have any thrash metal because um, these, these guys are like thrash, uh, yeah. as thrash as it gets yeah. pretty much, but with very different like vocals. Um, yeah. Because I think that the thing that I don't love about thrash metal in general is like, you know, like Slayer, Napalm Death or, you know, uh, I don't know, Death Angel or like, there's, they're very shouty. It's, it's like, yeah, I would rather have death growls than shouting. 
I just don't like, sh- like the shrilling. It's shrilling. I just, it's like, <laughs> and then I'm shouting, and then there's more shouting, and then we're shouting about something we're really mad. I don't know what it is. It's like, I don't know. I just, I'm good. But like, yeah, is a hundred percent fucking unique. Bottom totally. Is, yeah. Is, plus, he does try to sing too. He, yeah, and he, he does. does. I mean, he does sing. He does. He yeah. has a very unique voice. And he does a lot of stuff that no one else does. I think he's inimitable. I think legitimately, like, he is one of the main reasons I love this band. But I also know that he's one of the reasons certain people, like Thrash fans, certain Thrash fans right. don't like the band. And I've heard a lot of people make fun of the band. They'll be like, Elimination! And they're, like, making fun of it. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, right. everything you're making fun of, I love, so I don't care. Fine. Right. right. And it's a very dis- uh, divisive <laughs> kind of sound. Yeah. It's Super unique. That's, it's, when it's, you, it's, that's when you tell them, fuck you, and then some. And then some. Right, exactly. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I totally dig it. I can see what people are yeah. saying, but I totally dig it. I yeah, mean, it's I yeah, it yeah, I agree. Me. No, yeah. I love him. I love Bobby like, Blitz. But yeah. my favorite. And he's a great front man, too. Like, he you is. See him live. He is, he is so good. Super energetic. And yeah, yeah. Um, and we've gotten to see him a lot of times, uh, oh, yeah, luckily, definitely. which is really yeah. great. I think we've seen them yeah. four, four more times or something. But um, I think of those first bunch of albums, are you, are you including uh, Horoscope? Uh, no, I'm not. Okay, so if, prior to Horoscope, I would say it is really tough. Um, and it, everything Joe said about taking over is so true, but I... I just like a little bit feel like under the influence edges out for me. I, uh, right. I, I always really liked it. Uh, it has a, probably my favorite overkill cover. I know. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I, With, uh, like, the kid in the sewer and I, Charlie the, shooting out laser yes. beams. I yes, mean, the, the yeah. kid himself is silly, but like, I don't know. I just love Charlie shooting laser beams in the sewer. And yeah. He's, it's the only time I feel like he looks alive. He looks like he's a, cause he's yes. usually like an right. He Right. You know, he's like yeah. carved in stone or it's just like a, it yeah. doesn't look like a real thing, but I don't know. I, I, there's just something about that cover. It's not really yeah. over. That's, that's the first time he's like featured on a cover too. Cause in the first two covers, he wasn't. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. that's true. That's yeah. true. You're right. And then see years of decay has a great cover too. And they turned him into it a does. temple and I yes. love horoscope and I yeah. like all the Photoshop covers that followed. I do like them, but I don't know. There's just right. always been something about, the under the influence cover and uh i don't know i think it might be that it's the only one with narrative like it's definitely like there's yeah. a character he's doing something he's describing right. this crazy demon thing in the sewer why is it down here why is it trapped why is it shooting lasers? because he's <laughs> under he's right. under the influence and he's just seeing things i don't know what it is yeah. <laughs> it doesn't even I mean, feel like he's seeing things in the sewer sense yeah. like why is it called under the influence and that's the co- i don't know it's fine but ah, um, yeah, yeah. But I love, I mean, I, I love a lot of the songs on this for sure. Um, yeah, absolutely. It's a fantastic album. Yeah, the opener, it like yeah. totally melted my face shred. Oh, shred. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, my God. I mean, God. Hello yeah. from the Gutter is, is a favorite yep. of mine for sure. Um, yeah, definitely. And, and Overkill 3. I mean, yep. so uh, Overkill End 3. End of the Line, I, I liked a lot too. Yeah. I liked End yeah. of the Line. Yep. Favorites. Which one? And end of the end of the line. End of the line. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. No, it's a, it's a great album. But honestly, uh, I mean, feel the fire is a little a little goofy. They they didn't find their their sound right away, which is understandable. Right. Yeah. Yep. Man, did they find it in? Yeah. I mean, they taking over it. the yeah the production jumped up considerably so from feel the fire to taking yes. over. And also yes. also uh, Blitz's singing style changed a lot. Yes. Between those two albums. Yeah. yeah. 
very, 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 very different. But I mean, honestly, taking over is amazing. Yeah, deny the cross wrecking crew. I mean, like, there, there's, there's just, there's just so many good ones. Yeah, but, yeah. You, you really can't go wrong with the first four albums. Right, honestly. really can't. Right. Uh, my personal favorite would also be uh, Overkill Three, or Under the Influence, rather. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but the song Overkill Three being my favorite of that album. Yes. Yeah, uh, mine too. Yeah, that and Tread. The, the bookend. Yeah. Yeah, the book and, and everything else in between is super awesome too. So yeah. it's like you, you can't really go wrong. I don't think mm-hmm. there's a, I don't think, I don't think there's a song on Under the Influence that I, I don't like. Right. There might be songs I don't like as much, obviously, but uh, yeah, even the right. silly ones on Feel the Fire are still maybe like, Drunken Wisdom's my least favorite, but I still like it. It's like yeah. yes, yes. I mean, you know, and still Feel the Fire, the first one. I mean, like honestly, to this day, Rotten to the Core is like the song oh, yeah. I would cover. Oh yeah! Rotten. I always, I always, 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 always wanted to cover "Rotten to the Core." Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know why. I, I just really, really like that 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 tune. I, I, I don't know. I love the lyrics too. The lyrics yeah. are just really fun and just great. I don't know, but I don't know. They're all good. <laughs> it's so like choosing between your kids. I don't know. Right. So good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, we were mentioning Bobby's uh, vocals, and um, this will kind of come into play because the next section of cds i like to mention i might call it the uh eclectic kill saga Ooh, okay they kind of go back and forth their sound i think that this section of four cds they changed the most in like the shortest amount of time mm-hmm. and that includes the album's horoscope i hear black wfo and the killing kind mm-hmm. and um horoscope I'll just say right now is my personal favorite album throughout the discography. Yes, I, my too. My I think we my all too. agree on that. Yeah, yeah I love this album so much, especially coming off of like the K where I kind of like jumped into the fray and like, okay, the, the follow-up album, I got to anticipate it. I got to experience it and I got to love it. So I was like, it just will always hold that, mm-hmm. that those memories for me. And I don't think mm-hmm. I can ever really be beaten, which fair or unfair to any of the other albums but yeah there's something about like when you are high on the supply of your favorite band yep. and they are so your favorite band and the next album that comes out is better than all oh. the rest oh yeah. god that is so amazing <laughs> that is i mean it is rare but like man yeah. it does happen it is like yeah uh, you know, oh my God, you can, you are not let down one little bit. You're like, oh my God, I am the biggest Overkill fan in the world, and the new album's coming out, and oh my God, it just fucking, and it's the best one. Oh my God, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And around the same time, and as Horoscope came out, they came out with like a a video, just like a, it's like a here's a history of Overkill. Like they had like an interview with the band. It was like an hour long, like VHS cassette tape from back in the day. It was called Videoscope. Yes, and, um, which was awesome. Yeah, I remember which we was really uh, fun. We watched that like a couple of times. I remember we really yeah. did. Yeah, I wish I and, had. Uh, we, yeah, I know. I wish I had kept it. I have no idea what the hell happened to it. But um, we were talking about Blitz, you know, and his unique vocals. And in the in this video, Bobby Blitz explains how he kind of got into the whole vocal scene to begin with. Was um originally he was a bass player, and you know, back in the day, back in the eighties, or you. you it wasn't an internet or whatever. You had to go to want ads, basically newspaper advertisements or even like a separate little publication that, that would have, you know, have people advertising, whatever. I'm selling my car or selling wares, whatever. And there'd be like fans, we need members, or you want to join a band or, you know, whatever. We answered one of those ads, got there, and he's like, oh, yeah, I'm, I want to try it for your band. Uh, you guys need a bass player. Like, uh, no, we actually got a bass player. Um, can you sing? And he's like, well, no, I'm a bass player. Oh, <laughs> he's yeah. like, okay, well, we'll come down with your gear anyway. And uh, 
I mean, I kind of messed up the story, but the thing is, like, he went in there for bass because he's a bass player, and when he got there, he's like, oh, we have a bass player. Can you try to sing? And he's like, what the hell? I'm here. I may as well give it a try. And he, apparently it's it stuck. It's stuck, it's really yeah. It, it's worked out. It worked so out. So funny. Oh. Awesome. I see. So. Yeah, so good. Yo, and after that, I got the, I got the feel the high with horoscope, and then uh, the very next album that came out, I hear black. Uh, one of my personal least favorites of the whole discography is, mm-hmm. uh, is an album I did not like at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there are some good songs. I'm not gonna. I shouldn't trash the entire album. I mean, there are. Let's see. I'm gonna look at the track listing here. Like World of Hurt is pretty good. Uh, Spiritual Void is okay. Ghost Dance is a neat little instrumental, but it's only like a minute or so long. Uh, Way to the World is okay. And Just Like You is like probably my favorite one on the album. That's like the only <laughs> one with any like edge to it. Like the very last song. Everything else, I'm just like, ugh. I, yeah, I like um, I like the first track, Dreaming Dreaming in Columbia. Columbian. Um, I in also, Columbian, yeah. I, I like... Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I do. I, I do like spiritual, spiritual void, uh, way of the world, ignorance and innocence is really good, and just like you, like you said, is a really good song. Um, but yeah. yeah, I mean, I I've always liked this album, but I can understand why people wouldn't like it because it is so completely different from the previous album. Yeah, the sound changed a lot. It became like, way more so palatable, much. so to speak. Like it changed so much. It's like it's yeah. like that weird period. In, in in metal in general, right. where you know the, yeah. the grunge scene was just picking up, and it's like, oh well, we gotta right. try to sound relevant, so we gotta change our sound. Like, True. so right. thrash metal bands did that. Yeah, because at this time it was like 1993. Yeah, and, you know, obviously, like the the glam glam metal, hair metal, whatever you want to call it, that that kind of ran its kinda course. Like, or, right. You know, maybe a year or two earlier, and then, like I said, the grunge and alternative scene was uh, really picking up at the time. Right. So, so this is like, well. Now it's not cool to be metal, so we gotta try to change our sound and try to sound rele- relevant. Right. right. Plus, with, like Me- with <clears throat> Metallica hitting uh, hitting it big with uh, what was it the Black album? The Black album, yeah. And then um, uh, was it Load after that Load or and Reload? Was where they went like super commercial. Yeah. And so actually, uh, when when did Load come out? Uh, that when one that... came out in '95, I think. Okay, so then 95. obviously they weren't. Yeah, so they weren't chasing that dragon at, at that point, but uh. Pretty sure the uh, the black album came out in like ninety two or ninety one. Yeah, around there. Yeah, I know it, it so, came out the same around the same time as uh, Countdown. Okay, I think. And yeah, and in Metallica hit hit it huge with that fucking album, and fucking every other band huge. And you're like with that with that album, with the same thing with Metallica. Yeah, that was ninety one. Changed. Yeah. So oh, they, the black album was ninety one. Yeah. 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 So like Metallica kind of like polished their sound, made it more palatable, and they just became humongous, and then. Whole bunch of metal bands tried to, you know, follow suit and try to yeah. like replicate that with, you know, obviously to much lesser results. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So and that, so I kind of had that kind of stuck a thorn in my side for like decades. I kind of uh, despised the album partly because of that. Yeah, right. I, I, I felt betrayed, I guess, which is kind of stupid and elitist and like dumb. But well, it's it's I really felt. it's really funny, you know. You hated this album so friggin' much that it came out in ninety ninety two. Now I got into uh, them probably around ninety four when I purchased uh, WFO, or I would say maybe before that. Maybe it was like ninety three, but it was right around 
Yeah, actually, uh, according to this, I, it says I hear it like, came out in 93. 92. 90, 90, 92. 92. But, yeah. yeah, so that would be around the, uh, the time when I was listening to them when you were showing us, uh, like, the older stuff or whatever. Right. And I remember your, your vitriol for oh. I Hear Black <laughs> was so over the top that to this it was. day, I have never bothered to listen to it. I oh, just no haven't. Shit. I don't know why. Well, like, I, I, I could listen to it, but it just yeah, you, I've I, never you bothered. Should, you, should, you should at least. I kind of feel bad that it, it had that much of an impact. <laughs> Honestly, it, it, it's something I hate. Shouldn't keep anyone else from like checking it out. Yeah. Or well, when you hate something, you it. let people know for a long time. I do. <laughs> I do. I, I, I am kind of a dickhead with that with shit like that <laughs> after 10 years of uh of hearing how much i hear black was the worst thing ever and honestly uh, it does have like a really uh, really ugly cover that doesn't yes. look right and it's the first yeah. one that doesn't have any green on it right it was like like orange, like orangey like, red and, right yeah. well i mean to be fair orange was their secondary color Right, because they, uh, yeah. they, they would go back to that in future albums, too. Right, yeah. like Feel the Fire, the logo's green, and the fire's orange. Taking the, fire, the logo's right. green, but the, the picture is kind of all pinkish, so that one doesn't right. really work. But uh, under the influence, you got the big orange wings of Charlie, right. and uh, the logo's green. Years of Decay, same thing, logo green, big fiery orange wings, and there's actual fire yep. on the torches of the temple. Yep. Horoscope. Horoscope, there's fire in the background. Horoscope, so, yeah, the orange, logo. orange was... A, Horoscope, oh, the yeah. logo is fire. So the logo for That's the first true. time is orange. And the, right. the rest of it's like this is a greenish hued, um, right. like stone. Yeah, so yeah, orange was always a secondary color. So. Right, but they ditched yeah. the green completely. And it just, it's just like a, a weird Photoshopped version, like picture of thorns. It just, yeah, it's yeah, really it just, it just doesn't look terrible. It's like so boring and not at really? all. Like, and I mean, there's, there's a like figure of something like there, but yeah, I could never make out what the fuck it was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like, like okay, Cthulhu it's, uh, or Cthulhu's brother, Bob Thulu. I don't know. Maybe. Lou <laughs> Lu- Thulu? I don't know. Yeah, it's Lou Thulu. Lou <laughs> Thulu? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. But, uh, but anyway, Overkill would definitely return to form with a follow-up, which was 1994's WFO. Yes. And holy now, shit. <laughs> I mean, like, like Nintendo mentioned earlier, the production wasn't the best, but the songs themselves were so good, so strong, mm-hmm. and right. like it was just okay. No, this is you know, Overkill is fucking back. Thank God. Yeah. yeah. Thank um, God. Yeah, this is because yeah, at this, at this point, I feel like they're like, okay, well, fuck trying to be popular. Just go back to our roots and be fucking right. heavy as fuck, right. and they or fucking maybe, pull yeah. it off. You know, it's it's entirely possible that after doing four or f- oh, so five albums, maybe they're just like, let's have a breath of fresh air album and do something different. True. Maybe. Maybe yeah, just that's, that's, you know, and, maybe and, and at the time too. And and it would have been the time to do it. Like I said, with Metallica hitting it big with that. Right. You know the black album a couple of years earlier. That would be the time to do it. Right. Yeah. So maybe and that was they, just they like they a palate a cleanser, and then they got yeah. back to business. So, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So yeah. But yeah, that WFO makes, is one perfect. of the one of the rare cases where I can hear an album and totally recognize that the uh, the production is not very good, and it just right. doesn't matter because, the, like you guys said, the song right. yeah. is so strong. Yeah. Yeah. I was just yeah. gonna say, like, like it, it's like it just goes to show you that it does not matter how the production is on an album if the songs are there. Well, it does matter to a point, but it's not the to most To a point, but yeah, I mean, it shouldn't, like, ruin the experience. No, it shouldn't ruin it, right. If yeah. it's, I mean, 
Right. But some people are... Unless know, the protection is so bad. Right. Right. If it's it like does, super, it does super get bad, to a point. Yeah. In this case, I would say that um, I think it sounds very tinny and yes. uh, the bass is yeah. too loud. I think bass, that... Yeah, way too loud, way too bright. It's like, holy shit, yeah, we get it, you play bass. Right. Which is kind of <laughs> the same sort of thing I feel about Dehumanizer from Black Sabbath. Um, yeah. I don't think Dehumanizer sounds as bad as this does, but I right. think it's the same sort of uh, complaint. It's it's very tinny, and it's... Yeah, and that, uh, that came out, like, what, bases. two years earlier, I think? Right yeah, 91. Yeah, 90, 90, 92. Or 92, okay. okay. Whenever Wayne's um, World came out. Yeah, with, uh, time machine. Yeah, nine or ninety-one or ninety-two right. for yeah, uh, yeah. humanizer. But uh, yeah, WFO is definitely ninety-four and has some right. to this day. Some of, some of my favorite songs are. From oh, absolutely! Yeah. Oh, yeah. You so know, fast you. junkie, where it hurts, bastard oh, yeah. nation, gasoline dream. Oh, gasoline dream is so great. So supersonic hate. Supersonic yeah. hate. Yeah, fashion nation. Yeah. Sorry, man. Yeah. Fast junkie. I remember seeing like the video junkie, for that junkie. too. It was like, yeah. I actually watched the so video good. like a little bit before we started, you know, recording this episode. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch Fast Junkie. <laughs> yeah, uh, the, vi- yeah. the video is super dated because it's got all sorts of motorcycles and shit going on. But course, at the yeah. time, I was like, oh, you know what? This song would be awesome on like a road rash uh, soundtrack. Yes, never happened. Mm-hmm. Never happened, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Oh man, it would have been perfect. Yeah, I know it's so road perfect, rash. But- Man, yeah. that would have been two uh, two boss rush loves in in one. Oh my god, <laughs> you loved Road Rash like I nobody did. else loved Road Rash. An- another track I really liked, even though it's super short, is uh, uh, R.I.P. Undone. Okay, which oh, yes. is yep. written for Chris Oliva from Sabotage. Oh, I didn't realize okay. that. Okay, um, they did as a dedication to him because he died uh, the that previous year yeah. or a couple. Yeah, years right, right that. then. Yeah, right around there. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I thought that was really cool, and it was all acoustic, yep. which was totally different for them. Um, I never. I mean, they they they've had like the acoustic elements in their songs, but it wasn't like full right. on like acoustic, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And, and you'll find in, and you'll find through Overkill's uh, catalog that there are times where they really try some weird shit. I mean, not that this oh, yeah. song, not that R.I.P. Undone is a weird song, but it's different than their norm. And yeah. there was a lot of times where Overkill did something like, wow, I wouldn't expect anyone to even try this friggin' stuff. But mm-hmm. they yeah. did it and they, and they pull it off. Yeah, yeah they're a very, okay. very brave band that, um, you know, I think they're a really, good co- uh, a really good combination of they take the music very seriously. They're trying to make good music for their fans, but they do not take themselves especially seriously. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they put themselves on such a, a pedestal that they're so worried about like, okay, we can only put out the... Uh, the greatest and the best of whatever they're like more. I think they, they tend to be like, let's just try stuff. Let's, yeah. let's, you know, let's have fun and just whatever sticks let's go with. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I think that, you know, as you know, we're all songwriters, obviously we've been in bands together mm-hmm. um, yep. for like literally off and on for 20 years, 20 plus years. Yeah. Um, and forever. You know, yeah, forever. And, yep. and so we like, we've written lots of songs and I would never have the balls to put some yeah. of the sounds, sound effects and the weird vocal stuff and just the weird stuff. There's so many, right. so many examples of that, especially coming up. Uh, I right. think they got more ambitious later and they got more, uh, you know, just adventurous. Like, fuck and, it. Let's yeah. fucking, who cares? Yeah. Like, it's funny. Let's just yeah. do that. Let's exactly. Cool. Yeah. Who cares? It makes it unique, you know? Yep. Yeah, it definitely does. Um, even if it sounds kind of, kind of silly, you know, it's like, you know, it, it, it sounds very unique. It's memorable. Yeah, and yeah, uh, it you know it, it it grows on you. A lot of that stuff does, but does yeah. Totally another does. another song that I found uh, to be really different in this one, 
there are actually a few on this particular album, but uh, um, what's your problem? It's just so goofy. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, hey, it's not my f- what's your problem? Yeah, it's not my favorite, but like it's right. fun. It's yeah. just uh, a very different song. It's it's not really metal. Yeah. It's more like right. rock. But it gives the album some some dynamics, yeah. you know. Yeah, absolutely, yep. absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then I think that that sort of became a thing, uh, especially like in the the later albums, like you know, by like Nikrashine for sure. There's always like one silly kind of cheese ball song, right? Or almost always. Almost um, always. There are there are a few of them for sure. But usually there's only one per album. There's not. It's like there's never two. Right. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Nikra Shine's like Long Black Line, you know. I, uh, I mean, there, yeah. there's, there's, there's a few. And it's like, this is, this is the cheesy song. And, and honestly, those tended to be my favorites of the later ones. <laughs> yeah. Because right. they're just fun. And the, I, right. I like the yep. melodies that they come up with. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and stuff. But yeah, WFO, which stands for Wide, wide fucking, fucking Open. open. Wide fucking Open, yeah. Which is uh, just a lyric out of uh, what, Where It Hurts? We're, like fast, junkie. fast junkie. Fast junkie. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, at the end of fast junkie. You bust your head wide fucking open. Wide fucking open. Wide fucking open. Wide fucking open. And uh so let's uh move along with the last album from this block is The Killing Kind. Now it's an album I I've always liked. But for some reason, maybe at this point I was starting to get a little bit of overkill fatigue. Because I don't remember really a tat latching onto this album. That so, much. so before, before, can I just say one thing before you uh, yeah. go on to Killing yep. Kind? So, um, every album before this was put out by uh, Atlantic. Oh, okay. Or Atlantic yes. and Megaforce. Yeah. Uh, Megaforce right. was their original album, and then all the other ones were all Atlantic up to WFO. And then Killing Kind was put out by a company called Concrete. Yeah. Okay. And they only did this one album. Huh. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Which also has a weird album cover. Because the, the logo is red. But, but that's not the, the original the, cover, right? It's not the I, original cover. Oh, it's not? Okay. I mean, it's no. the same. It's like, it's like a metal, uh, like, uh, it's like, like the, oh, the, the Owen Overkill with like, a, like the silhouette of Char- Charlie yes. in the middle of it. Yes. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. That, it's still that same piece. But it's just in like a green light. It's 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 yeah. It's, all it's, green. it's just oh, okay, a different okay. shot, and the logo's uh, yeah. I think green. But the the red uh, logo version, I think, was the reissue. Yeah, it was. But anyway, continue. Oh yes, the killing kind. Now, like, like I said, this wasn't. I mean, I've always liked this album, but it wasn't one I latched onto back in the day. And this was released in um. Oh shoot! I had the year. It was it was after nineteen ninety four. That's for sure. Oh, uh, the um, year it's um, it was ninety six. Ninety six. Ninety six. Yeah. Yes, there we go. Yes, for some reason uh, the back button didn't want to work. Um, and uh, listening to this again recently, I was like, oh my god, this is probably like one of my top five Overkill albums now. Yeah, you know I, that, that's funny because this I, album because <laughs> I I do remember you saying that you were disappointed in this album, and I felt the same way because I just never. Yeah. And there was like a few songs that I liked. But nothing like right. really grabbed me. Like mostly the the first track, which is "Battle." Right. Uh, yeah. It's such, such a fantastic song, and right. that grabbed me the most. And then I kind of like lost interest after that. Maybe like God Godlike was was okay. Yeah, I, I love Godlike actually. But, but uh, after that, I was like, 
Mm, whatever. Of course, oh, and, of course, uh, feeding, now, feeding, uh, the, the instrumental feeding frenzy was a good one too. That yeah, I yeah. liked. But like other than that, eh, whatever. But going back to it, right? Shit, like it grew on me so fast. Like, why did I not like this album when it came out? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm in the same. I mean, I do. Yeah, like I was just dis- for some reason I was disappointed because it just didn't. It wasn't WFO, I guess, or like, you know. Yeah, because it was, like, again, it was so different. Like, this is. Yeah, there was, there was some songs in here that kind of gave you a prelude of what was to come in the next. In the next yeah, movie. yeah, this is like, like the start of the, the Groover Kill. Right, which is actually what I called it, too. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was what we all call it. Yeah, we all call it that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's because of you, Boss Rush. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think you, uh, you, you claim that. Claim, you should claim that. I'll claim it. I'll. <laughs> I'll, take credit. I'll take credit for that but anyway yeah um like i said i'm listening to this album again like every song is you know pretty kick-ass i mean um yeah uh back to the, like 30 years ago i'll fully admit like the really slow like uh methodical deliberate crunchy songs i fucking had no time for i was like fuck this melt my face with the fast songs i don't want slow shit nowadays i'm like okay i appreciate these songs a lot more and uh Burn You Down to Ashes is probably one of my favorite songs on the album. I fucking... And it's another one where Blitz's vocals are really weird. They're like, but I'm running down. This is a weird little kind of... And the music is so subtle and stuff. And it's yeah. like, oh, this song is fucking awesome. And it's like a song I would not give two seconds to when it came out. Hmm. It's like, I absolutely fucking love it now. Yeah. You had to get old. That's the thing. I guess so. I did. Yeah. Yeah. I did. Yeah, I really did. And for, for me, uh, the cleansing was yeah. That's another really good. It's so good because again, it's different. It is yeah, probably one of the most different songs on the album. Yeah. and and the way that song ends too, it's like they got like a chorus, like a yeah, yeah, fire type thing going on. It's so good. Jesus so so haunting. me now. Yeah, so so freaking good. And yeah. cold and cold heart fact fact yep. is so goddamn good. So yeah, I. Yeah, I love this album so much. Another album yeah, like, that had another album that had that, that effect on me was uh, "Lock Up the Wolves" from Dio. Oh, yeah. from Dio, like, you know what? So yeah, same fucking, here. Yeah, it's like I hated that album. It's like this is, it's this is not metal. This is hard rock. This is not yeah. Dio. It is so <laughs> fucking terrible. And it's like, oh no, it's like one of my favorite Dio albums of all time. <laughs> That's oh, really right. funny. I always, I actually, uh, I, I didn't. <laughs> not it's not exactly like with um with uh, i hear black but for a long time i did avoid lock up the wolves because uh boss rush had a negative opinion on that too i did yeah <laughs> i um i did i did hear that um i mean i at this point i've heard it a million times but um yeah it was it was a number of years before i finally got around to hearing it but i i did like it from my first mm. listen although yeah. granted my expectations were low and that yeah. sometimes does help. Yeah, it does. Yeah, you know if you're. If yeah, you're I remember being. I mean, there was a couple songs I liked on the album, but I remember being overall not happy with it and very disappointed. Like, oh, okay. yeah. Keep Once again, my... I got. I got to at least give credit to the cover art. I love. Yeah, the, the cover yes. art of Lock of the Wolves. Yeah, so so friggin' much. I love that. That's coming off That's... with the antlers driving the wolves. Oh man, I yeah. freaking love it. Yeah, it super awesome. But this album was coming off what is still my favorite Dio album, Dream Evil. So yeah, it's like, oh, uh, so, so I was just, you know, it just yeah. wasn't what I was expecting. And but over the years, I've come to appreciate it, and I I enjoy that album a lot now. It's not one of my favorites, but I I do like it a lot. Yeah, 
it's it's not one that I'm just going to skip over anymore, you know. Right. But yeah. anyway, back to overkill. Um, Over to kill. Uh, and anyone else got anything to add about the killing kind before we move on to the Groover kill era? Nope. Uh, no, that's it. Okay, so the aforementioned Groover kill era, which includes the albums from the Underground and Below in 1997, Necroshine in 1999, and Bloodletting in 2000. Now, um, uh. I mean, obviously, even the, in, the, in the last uh, group of albums, they had some, like, different guitar players. I mean, Blitz and Dee Dee were constant throughout the entire band's history. Yeah. They've changed, they would change drummers here and there. But it, it's, it almost seems like now, I mean, I didn't really check this to make sure this all lined up properly, but it seemed like whenever there was, like, new guitarists in the mix, it was either that album or the following album is where, they, like, the shift in sound would come in. Yeah. Because after the IZDK, Bobby Gustafson left, and then they had Rob Caravino and Merrick Gantz for like the yep. next few albums. Yeah, they played on a horoscope. I hear Black and WFO. Right. And then, and then after that, it was uh, Sebastian and uh, Joe Camo. Right, and they came in, in, in the killing kind. Yeah. And then yeah, the underground, and then the the next couple albums were basically like I guess they really settled in as like songwriters or contributors to like the the process. And yep. this is like. This is like basically the band reinventing themselves because they sound really, really different from their previous work. And yeah. I friggin' love it. Well, like yeah, most of absolutely. it. I love two thirds of it. <laughs> I, yeah. I love this album. I love yeah. it. From the, under, yeah. from the Underground and Below is a really kick ass album. And you can tell, like, pretty much right off the bat, it's like, okay, we're in for a different ride. So at first, I'm like, I'm like, all right, not quite sure where this is gonna go. But after a couple of listens, I'm like, no, I'm all about this. This is fucking fantastic. It lives yeah. is a great song. Mm-hmm. Save me, Bob. And so, yeah. I don't know. This is just a great album. And it's just a perfect example of a, of a band being able to do something different and still being that band. Yep. yep. Yeah. 100%. Yep. Yeah. This, uh, this one grew on me, but quickly. Like, I remember yeah. the first couple tracks that we heard uh, that were, like, released coming leading up to this. Uh, because this was uh, okay. Was this Century? No, Steamhammer. Okay. This is uh, mm-hmm. Steamhammer put out the next uh, four albums actually. So basically, all the Groover Kill is Steamhammer. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, and I was like, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm liking this this grooviness or whatever. And it grew on me really pretty quickly. Yeah. Like probably yeah. by the the second listen through the album, I'm like, no, I love this. I do. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it, it, yeah. it is different, but like you said, no, it's still quality. It's just quality in a slightly different direction, but it's still overkill. And, right. Uh, yeah, there's, there's just a lot of, for me, a lot of memorable songs on this particular album. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and, totally. Uh, Genocide is probably my favorite on the album. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's honestly like hard for me to pick a favorite song. And, and honestly, even my last, my, yeah. my, probably my least favorite is the song called uh, Half Past Dead. Which actually okay. I love anyway because it has my all-time favorite bass guitar solo. Oh uh, yeah, the all end. talked mm-hmm. about that. Yeah, the very oh, yeah, end of right. it, like Dee Dee Verney, motherfucker, Dee Dee yes. Verney, my favorite goddamn bass player. Nobody fucking sounds as mean on the bass as Dee Dee. Oh no shit! Holy totally shit! Yeah. That's that's the word I I all that it it just instantly comes to mind when I hear his tone. It's like this fucking mean. 
This yeah. dude is just fucking vicious. And he just goes fucking nuts at the nuts. end of that song. Yeah. It's fucking it's, insane. He, he makes it growl. It's like, it's like fucking insane. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. That, that for me is insane. like kind of my least favorite song, but it has the greatest bass solo of all time. So I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. sometimes I'll skip right to it. Like, <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah, just just to hear that solo, yeah. Oh man. Yeah. This, album, this album came this out when I first started to play guitar and okay. one of the first songs that I tried to learn uh that wasn't Smoke on the Water uh <laughs> is, is uh, Genesiah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just love trying to uh just trying to figure it out. Of course I I failed every time and, and uh, I had like uh, uh an old friend show me how to play it and mm-hmm. It was just so much fun just trying to like just, yeah. just learning that song because it's one of my favorite songs on, on the album. Yeah. N- next to uh, Fucked. Mm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, hate, I hate to tell you. I hate but I think to tell you're you. I think you're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Which is an acronym, but I don't remember what the acronym stands for. Oh, yeah. Probably something, yeah, probably something stupid that, that doesn't even matter anyway. If, if yeah. anyone feels so inclined to look it up, I'm sure you'll be disappointed. For, <laughs> probably. I think it's for unlawful carnal thinking maybe that's, that's what it is <laughs> maybe <laughs> i doubt it but <laughs> uh, uh my my personal least favorite song on this would be promises oh yeah that's like the that that's the ballad one that that that's the ballad on the album uh, yeah i, I didn't care for this song too much I think yeah. that, it's okay that was, I, I don't hate it but i think that that song was written for uh blitz's friend his longtime friend that that died or something yeah. now th- is that the one that where he's like i hear you cold, I hear I you cold and i oh. promise to you one, one day, day someday, someday yeah, it's super cheese ball but yeah, i we, mean we i appreciate it. where it's coming from but yeah. i just i still don't enjoy listening that's to fine it. that's right fine. yeah yeah so yeah like oh my god! I mean, kind of, kind of along those same lines, like completely different, like song, um, uh, "Runaway Train." Yeah. Uh, what band did that song? Soul Asylum. Soul Asylum. Oh, yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I was yeah. like, uh, I, I, I mean, the song was fine, but it got played so much, I really got yes. sick of it. And when oh, I told yeah, people yeah. I didn't like the song, like, but the video's like, yeah, the video's <laughs> fine. I don't have a. Problem. Yeah, I like what it's doing. I don't have to like the song, asshole. Right. I right. mean, the <laughs> song is just. A, I just don't like the song because I've heard it so much. And I'm sick of it. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah, what? I yeah, people felt would the get same way. You're not liking yeah. the song. It's like, I felt the same way about November Rain. Oh yeah. Yeah. That yeah. fucking 14 minute video played twice <laughs> an hour. <laughs> oh my god. Right. Couldn't get away from it. Oh my god, I was on every fucking station, even though it wasn't a musical station at all. Uh, I was like, oh, we're gonna play this video. November rain. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, uh, I fucking hate that song now because of it. Oh yeah, I can't. I right. can't do November. I can't. Rain I can't even listen today. to it. It's just no. Oh. I'm good. Honestly, don't even like it. I, I don't. I, I don't know, like it's it one either. Of those, it's one of those songs that like. Like you just said, like people jump on your ass if you don't like it. It's like you don't yeah. appreciate the the genius of it or something. It's right. like okay, yeah. it's it's long. Just because it's long right. doesn't doesn't right. mean it's a fucking work of fucking genius. I don't know. Right. I, no it's fine, like it. Go ahead, like it. Right. But, yeah. I mean, there is some interesting, you know, instrumentation that they do. They work into that. There's a lot of different stuff going on in that song. It's not devoid of of merit. I'm not saying that. Right. Yeah. Give me a fucking yeah. break. But you know what's better than November Rain? What? 
My Wait, December, man. which is the second song in Necroshine. Mm, oh, yeah, that's God. true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. But uh, Necroshine, yeah. that's got... Oh, man, it, it's hard for me to... I mean, Horoscope is number one. But Necroshine yeah, yes. might be number two. Yeah. I f- yeah, I, I would agree with this that. Album. I would agree with that. Oh, Necroshine, yeah, 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 it's like yeah. the... Their, their best opener ever. Yeah. It is. Yeah, so I would, I would agree with never that. Actually. Yeah, they start with the waka chickens. Yeah. Waka chicka waka chicka. Yeah, it's like really from waka chicka. Yeah. Waka chicka waka chicka. Pop 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 pop. Waka chicka chicka chicka. Waka chicka. Yeah, it's just a crazy, just full meaty kind of sound to it too. I mean, I think it had a, a, a better production than the previous. Album, I mean, so this yeah, album's yeah, production is is like fucking insanely good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the really polish is. on the production on this one. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, uh, we were mentioning earlier about, you know, Blitz doing some, like, weird vocal stuff, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yes, take yes. Take me out of my hell. You can't take the hell on out of me. <laughs> like, this weird, like, bark, 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 bark. is he, like, a Mastiff barking or something? What the fuck is he <laughs> I always, uh, I always remember not, you, um, you, uh, you compared it to, like, yeah, one of those like talking dog dog toys, like a yipping yes. electronic yep. dog toy. You can picture. Yep. Funny. I never forgot that. Every time I hear that song, that's what I think of. Uh, but for some reason, it works in that song. It's like I don't know what he's doing, but I'm I'm digging it. Right. Yep. It, see, it's yep. it's one of those things. Like if you were, if any of us went writing our music, if we had that idea, if somebody, if somebody thought of that, and and like the room would laugh. Right. But we'd be like, no, seriously, though, we're not gonna. Yeah, obviously, yeah. we're not gonna actually That's, do that. And then they right. just do it. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. Yep. And yeah, it's 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 crazy, but yeah, it, they they were not afraid. No, not at all. Yeah, there uh, there's not too many songs I don't love on this particular one. Uh, yeah. I don't know, you know, uh, fork tongue kiss. I love. I remember at the yeah. time. Um, when this when this album was out, I remember uh, my cousin Paul was telling me that he actually because he used to uh, like listen to Howard Stern, and Howard yeah. Stern is you know a metalhead, and yeah. he he at that point was so freaking popular. I mean, you know they let him do whatever, but he's not you know his format is not to play music, but they would play music like going in and out of commercial, and yeah. he got to pick all of the music. And nice. it didn't matter what it was. It didn't have to be like this pre-approved whatever. Like he could just do it. And I remember uh, him saying that Fork Tongue Kiss was like yep. in one of the episodes. Nice. Cold Fork you get Tongue the, Kiss. Yes. You yes. get the long Fork Tongue Kiss. Nice. Yes. So definitely, definitely a kick-ass album. Yeah. Um, my has my... Black Line, which is the, the cheese ball. Yes, yes. Like, I, that's, I, that's like, I love that. That's song. like their, their borderline power metal. Oh my god, I love right. that song. Pretty much, yeah. yeah I mean, that's yeah, my so favorite good. on this album. We yeah. are walking along oh, that line. Nice. We are walking oh, time. Nice. We are walking the black sunshine. Black sunshine. Don't know who, don't we, know who are. we are. It's so good. My one, my my favorite is uh, Revelation. Oh yeah! Oh my god! Oh, Revelation, god fucking good. amazing! Brand new oh, revelation. <laughs> Brand new revelation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the ending is like okay. weird. Like they like they skip a cup, like a syllable here or there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Brand new revelation. 
<laughs> yep. So good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And we go from that album to oof. This is the, the oof two, part. There's two there's two <laughs> overkill albums that I don't like. I mean, the rest of them I like to, to love. But there's two that mm-hmm. are far and away the worst. The previously one the one we previously mentioned, I Hear Black, this was being the other one, Bloodletting. Mm-hmm. It starts yeah. off okay. The first half is not that bad, but it really falls apart in the second half. And yeah. it's like I I don't understand what the fuck's going on. And it came, coming off of Necroshine as well. Mm. It's just like such right. a d- disappointment. I mean, yeah. Thunderhead's a great tune. sequel song. Yeah. Oh, okay. Which would be Can't Kill a Dead Man, which is a sequel oh. to Dead Man, which yeah. is the right. last is track the last of right. Negro of Negroshine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this was the album where they went back to like the the thrash metal. Yeah, uh, they, they didn't do it well. Yeah, they didn't do it well, unfortunately. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I like Thunderhead. Um, yeah, what I'm missing was was good. What I'm missing is awesome. What I'm missing is awesome, and Death comes out. Death comes out like, to play. Yeah. Yep. only two songs that I can tolerate. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I, I love What I'm Missing and Death Comes Out to Play. I love those yeah, two songs. Yeah, I do I too. Yeah, amazingly really good. So, and I just, so the first... Let, uh, go ahead. I don't know what happened to the like, rest of the album anyway. That's what yeah, it's like, you know, so up to that point, like, all right, cool. And then, like, Let It Burn. And I, I think I heard King, I remember liking a little bit, but I don't know. Like, yeah. the, the rest of it is just like, what? Yeah, even I mean, I like, I like parts of Left Hand Man. I like parts of it. Yeah. But overall, it's just, no. I don't know. It bl- blown away is like one of their their oddball <laughs> songs on the album, and it's just yeah, fucking it's, yeah. terrible. Mm. And my name is pain. No. Is right. Like it's I, I call it my. This song is pain. Yeah, it's just like the song. Oh, is just that's so the one I was thinking of. That's what I was thinking of. Where like I like yeah. parts of it, but oh my god, yeah. I cannot stand the chorus. It's like yeah, the arrangements are, are like poorly done is poorly the done flow very well it's like and ugh. it's weird because when they say my name is pain it's like it's that they got the, the gang vocals going it's like yeah. someone is off like i hear like someone is not <laughs> keeping up yeah with and you tracy me nuts. you were half a beat <laughs> half a late beat late this is like a fucking line late like it is so uh, bad so yeah, fucking bad like how can they, do they not listen to this i'm like okay well someone fucked up either take it out or just it, do another it totally another does take. sound like a mistake it, to, it totally does sound like it's a mistake but i mean i would imagine it was just like like the overkill likes to try weird shit maybe it was one of the things they tried yeah. i don't know right but it, well, it, another it thing totally too, does another thing i want to point out because uh well since overkill started putting out albums they they put out albums like every two years this was one Pretty of the much, weird. Yeah. This is like one of the weird times where okay, Nico Shine came out in '99, Bloodletting yep. came out a, a year later. Yeah, and they put out a covers album called Coverkill on the same year as Nico Shine. Oh, jeez, no shit. So they put out like three I albums know. like within a year. Pretty much. It's yeah. funny. Uh, the the Overkill shirt that I still have in my drawer is the Coverkill one. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Nice. I, I I like the cover kill. But, uh, yeah, I think, I yeah. think it's really it's cool. A, I just like the shirt. <laughs> but um, the shirt's cool too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, be- before we move on from bloodletting, I did want to talk about the uh, album cover uh, again. Right. And yeah, oh, yeah, again, it is a weird one. It's, it is. It is the only yellow cover. Yeah. It is. It is, it is yellow and very white and black. dingy and yep. 
no uh, no green, no orange to be seen, just yellow, yeah, which is just yeah. out of fucking nowhere. And honestly, right. in my opinion, it's it's an ugly cover. It follows that sort of you know collage sort of motif that they've been doing. Um, honestly, yeah. from the underground and below is a pretty atypical cover too. It's just a shot of like right. crosses in a graveyard. Like crosses, it doesn't feel yeah. like an overkill album. Yeah, it was very very blue looking, if I remember. Yeah, very, was, yes, it, it was, is. Like, yeah, the skyline yeah. was all blue. And yeah, so it was, it so was definitely a, atypical. Yeah, so to be fair, I should rag on that too. That's not a great cover at all, and it doesn't. It's look not. Like hand. But yeah. bloodletting also doesn't really, as much as the collage is at least unlike underground. At least it's evoking Charlie, and right. we are yes. saying it yes. correctly. You're, it, it doesn't have an R. We should say that the, right. the mascot, the Charlie. skull with the bat wings. His name is yep. Charlie. 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 Yeah. Because they're from New Jersey. And they yeah, yeah. Uh, they don't pronounce their R's either. It's not just fucking Boston that doesn't pronounce their R's. Yeah. <laughs> oh, another thing yep. too. Uh, the cover for Nico Shine has that thing of Chally. Yeah. As well, it's like it's really really yeah, bizarre. A, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of albums that have that that you know they're it's like they use collage to create Charlie like right. to insinuate him. There's a skull. Yes. There's wings. To, to there's invoke him. It invokes yeah. Charlie. Yes. 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 Yep. But yeah, I also uh, agree. Bloodletting, uh, Bloodletting is my least favorite album. Uh, yeah. Being that I haven't heard I Hear Black. Right. At least you know what? I, 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 I mean, I know how much I hate I Hear Black, but at least I Hear Black is, it's one of those things where it's like, don't, don't be mediocre, be hot or cold. Yep. And I think, you know, for me, I think it's like the first time I've ever, ever referred to something as painfully mediocre was yeah. for I Hear Black. Yeah. yeah, but uh, the highs definitely weren't as high in bloodletting, but the lows were nowhere near as low. So I might have to take the crown of shit off of uh, I Hear Black and give it the bloodletting. Yeah, I think that might yeah. I might have to officially call that my least favorite overkill. Yeah, I, I have to agree with that mm. for sure. So. Which is unfortunate. One thing about this, uh, one good thing that did come out of this album though is uh, the introduction of Dave Links Links on guitar. Yeah, L I N S K Lint, and uh, so that's when he joined the band. So and he's been with the band ever since. He's- yeah, you know it's just funny because I I always had this this thing with with Overkill uh, guitarist. Okay, yeah, you had Bobby Gustafson played on the first four. Then then he had the next batch of guys who played on the next three albums. Then they're gone, and then he had the next batch of three guy uh, uh, two guitarists <laughs> on the next three albums. And then now it's right. like okay, Dave Lynn, okay, I gave him three albums tops. No, nope. right, exactly. Twenty, nope. 20 years later, he's still still, still in the band. That's that's awesome. Mm-hmm. They, they yep. found they found their guy. Yeah, yeah and because totally. of his guitar tone, I uh, I'm gonna move on to the next uh, group of albums, the next three. And mm-hmm. because of uh, Dave Linsk's uh, <clears throat> particular guitar tone, I call this the Overshrill era. <laughs> okay, so this is uh, this is the also you could call it the Spitfire era. Yes, yeah, uh, we so could. Spitfire yes, did the, uh, the, uh, the next. That... Uh, well, at least they did three, but one of them was a live album. So yes. the, the first proper album is 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 the next one, Killbox Thirteen, which came out yes, in two thousand and three. Two thousand three, yeah. Uh, Relics stylized as R E L I and the Roman numeral fourteen in two thousand five. Yeah. And uh, Immortalis in two thousand seven, which was a release by Bodog Music, not Spitfire. So that's true. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so we had two well, Spitfire, uh, then Bodog, then E One Music did Ironbound. Uh, according to this, it says Nuclear Blast. Maybe E1 is a subsidy or something. I don't know. Maybe what I uh, what I'm looking at uh, it's Discogs.com and uh, it says Nuclear Blast started uh, the Electric Age. Yes, but, yeah, okay, that, that's correct. Sure. Yeah, 
Because I, okay. I, I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking at the uh, the Spotify list, but it, it mm-hmm. all says Nuclear right. Blast, so they're probably just like releasing everything from okay. their, their past yeah. and just saying it's Nuclear Blast. But but any yeah, Steve, yeah. Steve's mm-hmm. right though. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So Killbox Thirteen. Yes, that's another one of the albums that at the time I was like, all right, I like this album. It's a solid album. Well, I listened to it again recently. Like, oh my god, like this might round out my top five. That's great. It's a fantastic album. album. Yeah, it's it great. So I good. love the and cover it, too. And it was yeah. kind of like a yeah, the cover is actually really awesome. Yeah, uh, but it's like the it was like a mirror of um, Bloodletting, where the first half is good, the second half falls to shit. Whereas Killbox Thirteen, the first half is good, and the second half is like amazing. Yeah. Yes, I'm like oh my especially, god, especially especially the last two tracks, Unholy and I Rise. Yes, yeah. fucking good. Holy oh shit, dear lord! So goddamn I, good. I mean, I, I I gotta say, I love the opening track in this album, Devil, oh, by, Devil by, by the, by the tail. tail. Yeah, yeah I love it. Really good. It's really good. And also, this was the first album to feature uh, Derek as the second guitarist. Yes. Oh, okay. Yep. He joined not I, too long I, after I, Blood Taylor. Yes. Yeah, I mean, and yep. he's been in the band ever since as well. That's true. Yeah. So it's been Dave and Derek ever since. Yep. Hmm. So, so the, the these so wait, wait, last got, twenty years, we got just... double D's and we got DD. Yes. yes. Yep. Wow. Yep. Yep. There's a lot of D in this fucking yeah, band. Quadruple Jesus. D's. Quadruple D's. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Overkill. They bring the D's. Let me tell yeah, you what. They sure they, do. they bring their D game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then the singer's a BB. Yeah. Yep. Bobby Blitz. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then Tim Mallory on drums. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> <Right>. Carl on drums. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, "Devil by the Tail" is a great song. Um, yeah. uh, "Crystal Clear" I liked a lot. "The yep. Sound of Dying" I, I thought that was cool. Yeah, yeah. I like I love "Damn." Uh, "Crystal Clear." Yeah, yeah, "Crystal Clear." Yeah, and uh, "Damn" this is really good as well. "Struck Down," fantastic. Oh, yeah. And like you mentioned, like the last two songs, "Unholy" and "I Rise," all oh, yeah. so good. Yeah, like they're so so, so godly. Oh, my God. Yeah, very godly. Yeah, so uh, oh, one the, of the oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to talk about the cover because <laughs> oh, yeah, like go ahead. What yeah, I'm uh, apparently obsessed with. Um, it's a great uh, cover. Yeah, yeah, it's brown, yeah. brown and chrome. The only one. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. Another yep. one where they ditch the green. I mean, they yep. do yeah. have like out of 19 albums, most of them are green. Right. Not all. Mm-hmm. Right. But a good chunk aren't. Good. Yeah. Yep. Then the one after that, uh, relics. Uh, really, fourteen. If that's how you want to pronounce it. I would just call it. Well, mostly, think, yeah, just relics. Yeah, relative. that has like <laughs> that one's like very orangey. Vor- yeah, it's, it's very, very orangey. Very, yeah. very orangey. Yep. And 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 I don't know if you guys know this, but it's the same or very identical Chally from Killbox. From 13. Killbox, right? He's yeah. got the wings going straight down. Straight, straight down. Yeah, the same right. same yeah, one. Just he's yep. kind of like photoshopped it. So yep. it's a little different. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's yes. and that's in speaking of which, that's another one of these uh, one of their albums where the production is fucking terrible. Yes, you are right. so right. Yes, this is like, kind of yes. where like the the shrill really comes out. Yes, you know? it was there the a shrill. little bit in Killbox. It wasn't like you know in your face. And this album, holy fuck, it's yeah. like it's a cheese grater on your skin kind yeah. of yes. sound. Yeah, <laughs> which is really such a bummer because I think this right. album is pure fun. Yeah, it really it's is. A, it's a fantastic album, it's but really I, I don't. Album. When, when I hear this album, I'm I'm just like, did they record the guitars with practice amps? Yeah, that's uh, what yeah. it sounds like. Those really small yeah. amps yeah. were just so 
fucking they sound so trashy and yep. gross and yeah yeah oh, so but there are some very, really great songs scratchy. i mean uh within your eyes yeah. awesome opening track yep. bats yep. in the uh, belfry yeah, bats oh. yes bats in, in the, the belfry, belfry. Yep. Oh, yeah. i love, love how he always he, he sounds like he's asking the question he's like Bats? Yeah. Bats? <laughs> bats? Right. right. In the Balfour. Pound of my, Flesh. Fucking. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, that's, that's my favorite song. Yes, album. 100%. 100%. Pound of Flesh is the best song. Fucking. Okay. I might. I mean, I, I, I am taking a uh, page out of Parasite Steve's book, and that my favorite song, and this is the goofy one, Old School. I love yeah, that, 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 that's a, that's a fun one too. So fun. I love that's that a fun song. one. But see that, that's more, that's where their, their love of punk Yes, uh, yeah. comes into play. Really shines through. Yep, yep. That's like a total pop punk sort of, just a fun song. Yep, yeah. Uh, I, I also it's, love it's, the song. It's a great Play way to like to end the album too. I feel. Yes. Is, yeah. And I love well, the song "Play the Ace," which is, yes. in my opinion, yeah. like the Groover Kill song on the album. Right. Yeah. 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 Totally. But yep. then at the end, it gets fast. It yep. does. Yep. Yeah. Play the Ace. But yeah. like it's it starts out for most of it it's it's very Groover Kill and it's like oh yeah we haven't heard this in a little while it's like ah Groover Kill nice and uh, yeah. and then it gets fast which is fucking awesome and yeah. yeah I love relics but damn you really gotta mention it has to have an asterisk the production is yeah. a bummer it yeah. is just like yeah. just like a WFO it's like yeah I mean I it, it I wouldn't say that production doesn't matter at all I would say it definitely right. does matter but. There is a point where I can look, I can overlook it if the songwriting is strong enough. And yes. just like in WFO, it is strong enough in Relics. Yes. But yeah. 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 <laughs> That's the caveat, though. You got you to gotta, you gotta acquire that taste, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. you kind of got to you know, power through it. But yeah. it's it's a great album. I, I, yeah. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Also, like loaded rack keeper, awesome. The song Wheels is oh, so yeah. stupid. Though. Yeah, Wheels. I, Wheels so, with a Z. I, yeah, it is. Yeah, <laughs> not my favorite. Pretty, but yeah, but I, yeah, I still dig it. But yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah. Really, totally so relics. Uh, yeah, and then that's a that's a fun. Well, one. Yeah, and rounding off the over shrill era is Immort- Immortalis from two thousand seven. Yep, the Bodog one, according to the notes I had have here uh another great album yeah uh production is a lot better it is a lot better <laughs> yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely a lot definitely better like from relics yeah i think this is my least favorite of the over shrill era okay yeah not, that it's, agree with not that it's a bad album but yeah, i like yeah. the other ones better um i mean yeah definitely kill box 13 would be my pick from those three i sure. think so yeah yeah or far and away yeah. yeah but yeah the other two i i, I like a lot um yeah, Devil in the Mist is a great opener. Yep, yep. Uh, what it takes is a great you know follow up tune. Skull and Bones is cool, and it also features Randy, Randy Blythe, Blythe yeah. from uh, Lamb, Lamb of God. So you get a little bit of like, raw, raw death metal vocals in there. So it's like, oh, mm-hmm. this, is, this is something Overkill really hasn't done. So yeah. again, they're trying stuff. So yeah. that was that was fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, Hellish Pride, I love that song. Yep. Um, let's see, uh, Walk Through Fire. <laughs> gotta... I think Walk Through Fire is a uh, it's a fun song. Yeah. A Charlie, get your gun. Yep. Charlie, Even though it does gun. have an R in the in the Char- song title. Charlie, yeah, it does. It's well, it, uh, well, the way oh, I'm reading it here is it's Charlie with an I E at the end, and no R. Oh, on Discogs.com, it, it has a it spells it with an R. Yeah, I, yeah. So it's, I don't know it's if it's on, on Spotify it. as well. Shit. Oh, so maybe my All right, notes so maybe, are. So let's see if we can incorrect. get get eyes. 
Let's see if we can okay, get. Okay, well, on on. on okay, so 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 here's the weird thing. Okay, I'm on I'm on I'm on the Wikipedia right now, and it yeah. does have it without the I. Right. That that's. I mean, without I, without the R rather. Without the R, right? That's okay. where I'm at. But okay, Spotify so, on Spotify, it has it with the R. Okay, so definitively, I Google image searched and I found a, a picture of the back of the album. It okay. does not have an R. Okay. Okay. So that that's so, 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 it. So, it yeah, is, yeah, so is Charlie. Get your gun. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That was just funny. Sally, so, uh, get your gun. Jally. Okay, so another thing I want to point out as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was the first album to feature Ron Lipin- Lipinki mm-hmm. on Lip- drums. Lipnicki? Lip- Lipnicki, yeah. Lipin- yeah. I can't, yeah, I can't even say his last Lip- name. Lipnicki. Yeah. Like Jonathan yep. Lipnicki? Yes. Like I the human head the same way as far as I know. pounds or whatever? I believe so, yeah. <laughs> right. Right. That's, seven pounds. That's, that's milk. Milk yeah. weighs seven pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Pound of milk. Yes. <laughs> Give me your. Ga- I mean, a gallon of milk, not just any amount of milk. A gallon. <laughs> I remember that from Clerks. <laughs> Give me a pound of milk. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Oh yeah I always say a milk for a milk. Yes. <laughs> um, and uh, one of the out of nowhere things about this album, like the closing track, is another Overkill song that Intelligy. Uh, mm. Like yeah. 18 years after the last one, which was Evil Never Dies from um, the Yes K. And a good tune. And, uh, Overkill I mean, 5, the, five brand. Yeah, the brand. Overkill yeah. 5, the brand. And not my favorite Overkill song, but I like it. It's, it's, yeah. yeah, I mean, I like it. It's, it's definitely like the, the thrashier, the thrashiest song on the album, I feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's, it definitely freaking rips. Yeah, I mean, I, the only thing I don't like about it is that it doesn't have solos in it which i <clears throat> yeah it's like a, really odd it's really odd to me that they didn't add any solos but i guess you know, when you listen to it it's like well where do you put one like the way how they they wrote it is like eh, i don't know it's like yeah, it's like they, they didn't really arrange it to have like a like a real full-on interlude yeah so i don't know so i, I remember mm-hmm. reading this interview with bobby about this song and during the the writing of this album uh dave flinsk uh uh, was just doodling on the on the guitar and he was just writing stuff and Bobby was like hey this kind of sounds like the whole overkill thing that we did in the past let's just do overkill fives so like a, let's do a fifth one mm-hmm. and yeah and they did it totally. and that's like the last that we hear from the whole overkill right there hasn't there hasn't been one since again to this point in right. 2020 right so in 13 years yeah, yeah. Since which is so weird. Uh, no, this is really weird to me. How like no, like I remember when all these albums came out. Well, when I first started listening to them, like I remember when these certain albums came out. Yeah, it did not seem that long ago, but it's like, oh shit, I've been a fan since like '94. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Holy shit, that's been and like I, years. I jumped in what like '89 or something like that. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I was. I was have been there for a while, not from the beginning, but like I remember, I remember listening "Devils in the Mist" when it first came out. Yep, and I cannot believe that was thirteen years ago. I right. know, right? Jeez, it's like, it's like, man, didn't that song just come out? Uh, not just, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just thirteen years ago, right? Yeah, like holy, which shit. is like oh, only God. five years difference uh, between you know when we were then going, wow, friggin' "Evil Never Never Dies" was eight, you know. 18, yeah, yeah it, was, it was like 89 it was to 2000. Years, right? Yeah, from 1989 to 2007. 
Yeah, and we're almost at at the eighteen again. Five more years. It's true. And it's like, oh my yep. god. Yeah, you gotta wait for it to be like legal age, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> you gotta wait for it to be able to vote. <laughs> yeah, honestly, honestly. All right. So all right, what we got? So, what do we got after immortality? Right. So this is the end of the Overshrill era. That's the end of the Overshrill era, and the, uh, the last the last five albums I've kind of put together, and I I call it the New Machine era. Nice. Mm-hmm. Like a reference to like one of their old songs. And to me, it's kind of, which is atypical of Overkill at this point, where it's like, I feel like these albums are kind of formulaic. Not that they're bad. I love all these albums, but it's like they've found a particular pattern or structure of doing things. And they've just, they've kind of kept doing it in the last five albums. They haven't really varied or taken as many chances as they, as they usually, ha- as they usually have in the past. Yeah. Yeah. So. Which is fine. I mean, they've been doing this for like a million years. Yeah, Ironbound that's the came thing. Two thousand ten. Yeah. So yeah. they've been in the bit. They've been in the biz thirty years when Ironbound came out. So they they earned the right. So I'm not complaining. Mm-hmm. And they're like I said, they're great albums. I I like each. Yeah, thirty one. years when Ironbound came out, and the last one that came out is nine years after that. Right. So forty fucking years in the business. Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah. yeah. So these guys have. They have deserve to be a little uh, laurel so, resty. If, if, yeah, if this is the horse they're going to ride off into the sunset on, then I'm fine with it. Oh, yeah. So, and yeah. this band doesn't look like, does not give me the impression that they're going to slow down. It, it seems like they're going to have like another five or six albums in them at least. Yeah. You know, if mm-hmm. they're going to come out with one every two or three years. So yeah. they're probably going to be around for like another 10, 15 years. Now so. this whole quarantine thing going on, they could probably pump out like three more albums. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Th- this next year. Yeah, <laughs> just next year, yeah. So um, I'll just talk but, uh, about anyway. the, the covers as just kind of a whole. And I think okay. that they're all. Uh, well, let me. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Let's, I just want to mention the names of these albums. Oh, sure, quick. sure. Um, yeah, go for it. So, 2010's Ironbound, 2012's The Electric Age, which is supposed to be the end of the world. <laughs> right. Uh, 2014's. 2014's. Yeah, I know. Huh? know? Nothing apparently. Stupid, complicated calendar bullshit. I don't know. <laughs> Too many months. Who needs that many months? Yeah. <laughs> Nobody. Uh, 2014's White Devil Armory, 2017's The Grinding Wheel, and 2019's The Wings of War. Mm. Okay, so covers. Yeah. So covers, I would say that these are like kind of outside of the original like five. The first cover is silly, Feel the Fire. It's not great. Second right. cover is also silly. Uh, yep. But like, okay, like Under the Influence, Years of Decay, Horoscope, like those are like to me, like those are my favorite covers for Overkill. And then yeah. there are some decent ones in between, but they're all like very kind of lazy Photoshoppy. I like mm, Killbox yeah. 13, but yep, yep. I think these are actually like kind of awesome. Yeah, um, I agree. I agree. They're all like, although I will say Immortalis has a good cover. Yes. It's also yeah, yellowish, yeah. but it is really yeah. yellowish and green. Yeah. Very, very striking cool. too, because Charlie, like uh, you mentioned with um, Under the Influence, where he looks like he's alive. Yes, uh, this one. Know, he does, definitely yeah. looks like he's alive yes. in Immortality. Yes. He's like yeah. he's screaming, he's yes. vengeful, he's he's right. gonna get ya. Right. And these are all like okay, it's it's kind of like variations on a theme in that Charlie is dead center. He looks like he's part of a wall. Uh, you know, but they're all they're all a little bit different. Ironbound has like, you know, some fire underneath. It looks like it's being forged or something. Electric Age is very Frankenstein. You got all the lab equipment and the Tesla coils and the electricity and stuff because that's mm-hmm. the Electric Age. Yep. That one's really, really cool. White Devil Armory, I fucking love. I love mm-hmm. that cover. Yeah, um, that is cool. Oh, very man. Great, it's like very, a very, 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 very
yeah, it's very yeah. gray and green very, yeah, stone look to it. Yeah. Really looks like it's relief carved into uh, a yeah. stone wall, and it's yep. it's like it's not white, it's not marble, but it's it's pale stone and it's lit by green underneath. And I just think it's yes. cool. I really love that one. Yep. Um, the grinding wheel uh, is like probably my least favorite, but what I love is the Charlie, Charlie, yep. Charlie from Charlie. Killing Kind is there. Yes, yep. like he's yes. there. Yeah, in between the three impossible In between the gears, gears that make no yeah. sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, it's uh, called the grinding wheel, so I guess yeah. grinding gears, I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, no, it's it's cool and everything. It's my it's I don't like it as much as the other ones, but I love that. It's like, oh, it's the yeah. old Charlie from Killing Kind. I fucking love it. Yeah. He's got the yeah. triangle the spawn spawn eyes. It looks like it was drawn yeah. by uh, Todd McFarlane. Yeah. And then um and then we got the Wings of War, which um to me like reminds me just a little bit of the horoscope cover and i know that's kind of crazy because it looks nothing like it but the way that the charlie is because he's kind of repeated five different times and they are surrounding uh, a glowing version of again that killing kind logo which is that that same drawing in the o the stylized o of overkill but there is just something about the the face of the skull of the charlie skull that's repeated it just sort of reminds me of the guy it's it's really not it's really not very similar but it just sort of evokes it for me for some reason anyway it's really well done Mm -hmm. Um, and uh you know the the rendering is just beautiful it's really really cool i love again i love that that killing kind logo because it's just such an iconic version of it i think like that mm-hmm. i remember us in the back in the day um like years and years and years ago this is really more of a joe story that we like cut out a giant version of this uh of this picture and joe what did you do with it oh uh oh yeah i spray painted on the back of my car yeah let's just let's just say i got pulled over quite a bit with that car yeah <laughs> so, it was so ugly over car you guys like <laughs> You guys spray painted the fucking car black. You, yes. The whole car was spray, spray painted, painted. Yes. And yes. then you spray painted a green version of the logo, yep. of the yep. logo on the thing. Yep. Yep. On the trunk or whatever. Oh my and god. And this wasn't like a this was the this was a boat of a car too. <laughs> right. We called it the Death Mobile. Just I don't know. It was just funny. And that that car was a fucking tank too. Holy <laughs> shit. It was a um, it was a Buick. It was a Buick. And- <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, but it was like a yeah, grandpa right. car. But whatever, it was my first car, so yeah. I had to ruin it. So. Yeah, <laughs> there is something about that. There is something about that killing kind, Charlie. Though, and uh, I mean, it would make totally. a great tattoo. You know, it's just very, it very iconic. I think it is totally. Uh, getting back to the cover, though, real quick. Um, sure. Uh, you, you said it reminded you of something. It re- reminds me of a different cover from the band Dismember. Oh yes, the, yes, yes. Yeah, the I know EP exactly. pieces. Yeah. yeah, the EP called Pieces from the band Dismember, where it's like. The it's like the five band members they're all like beheaded so it's just their heads but all their they, they all have long hair and it's all tied together in the middle yeah it's, it makes like the pentagram kind of thing nice very, yeah. very similar in like kind of this formation as the the chalice and the uh the wings of war album cover hmm. yeah so thought that was kind of Kind of funny because that's the first thing that popped into my head when I saw this cover. It's like, oh, they it's dismember pieces. <laughs> it's like, what the nice. fuck? Yeah, that's yeah. funny. So, yeah. but uh, anyway, uh, so Ironbound. starting off, Ironbound, uh, great album. Uh, yes, very, like um, the production definitely got less shrilly. So um, yeah. So it's like uh, I think they kind of, like I said, they kind of 
found their groove, not the groover kill groove, but a different kind of groove, so to speak. And it's kind of been like following that MO pretty much ever since, uh, ever since 2010, which is fine. Like I said, it's, it's great. I love all these albums. It's just that I found when listening to these albums again, they don't really different. None of them differentiate themselves. None of them really stand I agree. out. You know, uh, for me, that started happening like after Ironbound. Like for Ironbound, like I remember like quite a bit of the album. Like I loved Green and Black. The song Ironbound oh, yeah. is awesome. Bring me, bring me the the night is awesome. Um, Endless War, which has that totally awesome maideny type of oh, yeah. guitar attack going on near the end is really good. Um, Killing for a Living was is just such a good song. So I mean I I, I really love this good album. album. I really love. Yeah, it. I mean I do too. I mean for the longest but time yeah, I, for the longest time I compared Ironbound to like uh, uh, Horoscope. So I always felt okay. like okay, this is like the best Overkill album since Horoscope. It okay. is a great album. It is really good. It is. I I do like the Goal Is Your Soul a lot and Give a Little. I think it's pretty cool. And uh, I mean obviously the Green and Black. I mean they're, like I said I do like a lot of these songs. Is this for some reason they aren't really. Yeah, it's just not a, not a lot of them were just really like kicking in the face. And like, okay, this is like the amazing song of the album. It's, a, it's all like it's an album full of like eights and eight point fives. Mm-hmm. Right? There there are no nines, but there are also no sevens. So uh, I I, I kind of feel like the end of this war is like the of the album. Yeah, so I, just love, I love that song so much. It's so good. It's yeah. a great tune. That was the one you always like said sounded like a maiden song. Yeah, right? like there was yeah. yeah. I think yep. you just said it, but it it cut out when you said it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Good stuff, definitely... Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Basically, like one of the longest running, most productive, hardest working fucking metal bands that, like, literally does not do anything except what like what their fans want. They are they are right. you know at all times they the the lifeblood, the fuel, the gas in the tank. It's just the fans. That's yeah. why they're doing it. They could have stopped a long time ago, but they just keep on doing it because somehow it's still fun. And I don't know. That's the kind of guys that they are. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Like they really deserve a fucking hell of a lot of credit. And there are a lot they of thrash metal bands that, you know, did not stand the test of time. A lot of uh, even right. the classics, even like, you know, if you want to count like a uh, anthrax or something, it's like, yeah. man, these guys, 40 fucking years. Are you yeah. kidding me? Like, so yeah. yeah, I agree. Like some of the stuff now at this point is kind of just, you know, it's, 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 you know, a, a little bit safe. Um, right. But yeah. I, yeah. I'm fine with it. My God. Yeah. If it's, yeah. if it's more safe stuff, that's all eights and no nines, then, then, uh, you know, so be it. I, yeah. Yeah. They're still doing it. My God. Fucking exactly. power to them guys. Like, that's why I'm, that's why I'm not complaining about it. Yeah, yeah. for sure. For sure. But I wish they got more credit in the in in the music industry as a whole, honestly, because True. they are yeah. you know y- there are certain like rock metal outfits that that somehow get respect. You know, there are definitely like your right. Alice Coopers and your Aussies, and you know, there are certain people, certain bands, and everything. It's like I don't know. Overkill should have more respect than it has. Yeah, yeah I would agree with that sure. totally. For yeah. Sure. yeah, definitely. Uh, okay, so after that, we have the Electric Age, mm-hmm. and um. Again, great album, but uh, I'm like reading through the uh, the song listing. And it's like, yeah, none of these songs are really. I think Electric Rattlesnake may be the only one, but only because I'm 
There's a video. There's a video for that one. That's probably why. Electric rattlesnake. I don't even know if I've ever seen the video. Yeah, and I kind of don't want to because I'm completely convinced that this uh, song is about a vibrator. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's totally about. I mean, isn't that what it is? It could be. <laughs> yeah, I honestly, I, I honestly did not care for this album at all. No, okay. I, 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 nothing connected with me at all except for maybe Electric Rattlesnake and. Um, Good night, which is the the last track on the, the last song. Yep, um, I I can tolerate those two songs, and everything else is like it's very forgetful. Like huh. I just could not get into it at all. Hmm. The bummer. Actually, uh, looking at the tra- uh, the track listing, I I remember liking this album, but there aren't a ton that I recall. All over, but the shouting, I remember liking. Um, yeah. Good night for sure. Yep. Um, Electric rattlesnake for sure. But yeah, there, there's not a ton that stick out to me that I recall. And mm. that's sort of what happens to me in this era, this new machine era. I, right. I sort of just started to pay less attention. Um, yeah. Not yeah. that I didn't still like what they were putting out, but and maybe that that speaks to what you were saying. Like they're you know they're I don't know maybe just a little bit less memorable, but you know right. Uh, but still still. I don't know. I still I at, at this point, it. yeah. They, they they came out. They've had like a bunch of albums. They would come out with one like pretty much every other year, every three years. I'd hear it when it comes. Out, I'm like, oh, this is cool, but then never get back to it. Yeah. yeah, and I would I would agree that the Iron that Ironbound I liked a lot more than Electric Age. Yeah, than the Electric. Yeah, Age. yeah. I, I I do like Ironbound more as well. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Okay, so I think it's safe to move on to the next one, which yes. is uh, White Devil Armory. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which and you uh, actually again, you actually got me this album for my birthday. Oh yes. Uh, looking at the track listing again, it's like I I know I like these songs. I just I think Bitter Pill is like one of my favorite ones. I think yeah. if I recall. Yeah, I mean I I, just, I I heard this album like maybe like three or four days ago for like the second time in my life, and it's like okay, this is cool, but none of it really sticks with me. Unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, yeah. wait, no. One, wait, one, no. One song. One song does King of the Rat Bastards. I do like that song a lot. That, that's my oh, that's yeah. my favorite song. Yep. Um, I like uh, Amherst. was really good. Okay. Um, yep. Pig and, yeah. and uh, Bearded Pill I liked. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, a lot of these songs I just don't remember. Yeah, I think right. I, I do. I do, I do remember, I do remember twice, I liking recall. this album a lot. But for whatever reason, like this is when I start, like I don't remember the the song titles anymore. It's like, okay, well, there's mm-hmm. not really memorable. Unlike the past albums where, yeah, I can name a song off a certain album, right. no problem. Mm-hmm. Right. But now it's like, uh, I mean, yeah, you, you know, talk about horoscopes, like, oh yeah, you know, you can name pretty much like the Frankenstein cover. It's like, okay, it's yeah, different. Right. <laughs> you know, it's a, right. And I think some solitude, of that, and, you know, some, some of that I think like, and I, I can't speak for anybody else, but myself, but like, you know, some of that is uh, on the, shoulders of the fan too because like i know for me i was paying i was actively paying more attention i was actively like way more psyched and it's not like the band has let me down in any way it's just i don't know i've moved on and i don't listen to as much overkill i don't know or you know music or whatever like i don't know it's it's just one of those things like i uh not like i used to 
So right, I don't right. know, for me, it's in a complete, a completely different phase in life. So yes. you're just not putting as much yeah. priority on. Right back then, I would get the CD. I would listen to it a million times. I would sit in my room. I was in you know high school or whatever, and I lived my life with music on or whatever. And I would just listen. You know, this was before digital, so I would buy the album and just listen to it on repeat for like forever. Mm. And now it's just, yeah. it's just uh, there's too many things pulling at your attention. So yeah, you know, right. I mean, it's not just music. It's podcasting, and there's you know news and like all this shit. So like, I don't know, music, making music, you know, right, right. So I don't know, for me, I have to accept some blame that I honestly, didn't. honestly, I've never heard the grinding wheel. Uh, Uh, I do not recommend it. No. (laughs) Looking at the album cover more, I do, I do actually, I do actually like this cover. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's cool. Sparks going on the bottom. I have this shirt. I have the shirt of this. Yep. And yeah, every yeah. time I wear it and I'm like eating something, I always, I, my, my peripheral vision is like, I'm looking, I can kind of like see down without looking down. And it's like, oh, do I have like a shredded cheese on me? It's like, oh <laughs> no, it's not shredded. It's and you're like, shirt. oh yes, I do. Every, every fucking time, that. every fucking time I'm, I, I'm looking down, it's like, I'm, I'm like brushing this, this shit away. It's like, oh, it's part of the shirt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, Why can't I learn I, this? But uh, this album again, great, good album. I mean, I maybe I shouldn't say great, but it's definitely a good album. Uh, mean Green Killing Machine, I like a lot. Uh, Goddamn Trouble is a f- good song, but I remember there being a video for it where just you know kids getting in trouble from cops. I guess I don't know. I don't remember too much about it. Yeah. I do remember it exists, so I couldn't yeah. tell you what it's about. Um, Our finest hour. Uh, there was like a lyric video for that one, which kind of like killed it for me. But uh, yeah, oh, so terrible. But uh, yeah, I mean, and, uh, this was the album that, that I, another one that I just did not get into at all. So it's just, I just thought it was right. just terrible. I guess the the weird song in this album would be "Come Heavy," which is almost kind of like a metal rockabilly-ish, yeah. or which is metal with a dash of rockabilly. Which is I guess. funny. Which they've done a couple times. Which is funny because yeah. I didn't like the song at first, but it did grow on me. Like I. I it is one of those songs you like it. Now. Not that I've heard it a ton, but my biggest complaint about this album is that all the songs are like longer than normal, and they do not need to be. They True. do. They have like they. It's like they write so many riffs during these sections, and it's like, oh, we like it. Let's just use it, even if it doesn't fit the song. Yeah, and it's like okay, they they start off strong, and it's like okay, let's go into this random riff. Yeah. The whole alien invasion thing, and it's like that throughout right. the album. It is, yeah, you're right. It's like like the weird interlude is like completely different, and it goes on for like so long. It's like, oh my god, what's going on here? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it's kind of sets it apart in a way from the other albums, but yeah. not in a good way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Another thing that kind of sets this album apart and not in a good way is the name of the last two songs. Oh, yeah. The wheel the and wheel. the grinding yep. wheel. It's like, what the fuck, guys? Come on. <laughs> put the wheel, like, make the wheel maybe like the second song or the third song. Don't put it right before the grinding wheel. What the fuck? <laughs> what the, the fuck? Really yeah. What the hell? Yeah. That is such a weird decision. I guess there's a bonus song called Emerald on yes. some, yep. some edition. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. A Thin Lizzy cover. Oh, yep. okay. Okay. So, yep. And uh, apparently, according to this one, uh, Sanctuary, the Iron Maiden song, too, is a uh, cover that. Oh, okay. Which is, uh, I haven't heard either one of these, actually, so oh. maybe something I'll have to check out. So, uh, one more? Yes, we are going to finish up with the Wings of War. The Wings of Gua. Oh, Wings of Gua. 
<laughs> the Gwings of Gua. Yes. And yes. unfortunately, I pretty much have to say the same thing as like the other albums for the most part. It's like, cool album, but nothing really stood out, I guess. Like, no, See, one, sta- one standout, but I yeah, liked it's this a one. song. I liked this one. I thought it was good. I, I liked it I too. Lo- I honestly loved this album. Like, I was so pleasantly surprised because I was just so, like, the, the direction they were going with, with uh, the grinding wheel, I was really scared that they're going to keep doing what they were doing, like, making yeah. stupidly long songs when they don't need to be. Yeah. They, it could have been a transition album to a different different shift in Overkill sound, but apparently it's yeah. not what happened because, yeah. I mean, unless they're going to pull, like, an eye here black and just like, do something completely different one time and then just go back to whatever they were doing. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I not that it was completely different, but it yeah, was maybe the most different of the last five. Yeah, yeah, I, I love this album. I, I think one of my favorites is surprisingly enough is um, "Welcome to the Garden State." That's the one I was going to point out. Yeah, that's the the goofy song, but that's it, it's the goofy, super the, fun. the fun, the fun, like punky, like, yep. like it's like it's like the perfect blend of punk and thrash. Yeah, and it is so good, and it's all about New Jersey. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah, cause they're Jersey boys. So, ah, so it's not just a clever name. Definitely not, not. just a clever name. <laughs> but I like, uh, I like uh, Bash It Crazy. It's really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, uh, I like the opening track, Last Man Staying. I thought it was yep. good. Yeah, it's really good. Really good. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's like it's like the highs aren't super high, the lows aren't low. So it's just like, yeah, it's, it's a good album. It's solid. It's there's really not a lot to really go on about, unfortunately. And yeah, I, I, I know it's, it's kind of like sounds like an insult, but it's not meant to be. Right, right. It's just like one of those things. Like, I mean, like it's another one of those albums I've only heard like three times in my entire life, including like one listen today, like you know earlier today. So it's like, yeah. yeah, it's just not one I've really. Maybe with more listens, I'll just appreciate the nuances more. But it's just not like Parasite. Steve said, it's like with all this other stuff going on, it's like what. A million other things that I could be listening to if I'm going to listen to music. It's, uh, it's hard to really latch onto an album in particular and give it a whole bunch of listens over time. Yeah, yeah. I find that no matter what the band is, that that's my experience. I know Joe yeah. Joe dedicates more like more of your time. Like you, you, yeah, I, but that's I have, effort. You do that. It's yeah, not like I it have, just happens. Yeah, I have that luxury where I can listen to music at work. Yeah, I don't. I, mean, I do too, I don't, but I don't. I don't use. I don't use <laughs> headphones. I don't use yeah. headphones. I have like a little uh, Bluetooth speaker yeah. um, that I use. Um, so everyone's listening to what I'm listening to. I don't care if they like it or not. <laughs> um, but I don't crank it either. Hey, like, I, I'm uh, listening to Overkill, and so are you. Right. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, like there are things that I'll list that I'll listen to that I know I can get away with, but I will not like put on like a Steel Panther. Um, where where they say shit, fuck, yeah, man. yeah, yeah, all these yeah. The, the vulgar language, like I won't play that, right? I mean, I wouldn't listen yeah. to them anyway, so I think I don't care for them anymore. But I do love the first album. But after that, I'm like, also, yeah, right, but your, your point, your point, the, no- yeah, the novelty yeah. is worn off. It's like, okay, they're funny ten years ago, but whatever, yeah, I moved on. But anyway, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, like right. I said, I mean, I, listen, I can listen to music pretty much all day at work. I mean, I got headphones. They let you wear headphones, and I just usually don't. <laughs> it's just not one. Uh, I'll listen to, like, other podcasts usually or just, like, just, I don't know, whatever just suits my fancy time. It's, like, half the time it's not even music. So it's, like, all right. Yeah. I could, but I just, 
I just typically don't. So yeah, I mean, I I try listening to podcasts, but I have a hard time paying attention because yeah, that that's what I found too. Is it's like okay, I mean, I I want to give this podcast the attention it deserves, but it's like I am in the middle of something I else. I have that podcast. I have to have headphones on because because I work in a, in a in an open space area where when people are talking, I can't understand what they're saying because of other noises going on. And sometimes the, the voice isn't loud enough, but if I turn it up, it becomes too loud. Uh, so it's yeah. like, well, shit, I can't listen to this There's just no, no, no. There's no in between. It's like, it's too soft or it's too loud. It's like, well, fuck. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> what the hell? God damn it. Yeah. So I like, I have to, I would have to have headphones for that. Yeah. And that would probably be the only time I would listen to a podcast if I was at work. But yeah, other than that, it's it's music for me like all the times. Like I cannot go yeah. a day without listening to something. I have to right. I I hear you. Uh so uh, anyone else got anything else to add besides that? Uh, we've pretty much covered all the uh, the mainline albums. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean they're definitely like one of my favorite thrash metal bands, um, and they yeah. are probably my favorite band to see live. They've always put on oh, an excellent yeah. show. Yep. Like they're yep. definitely a live band more than mm-hmm. a studio band. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's what they do, though. It's like you know like, that they pump out an album every other year, and they're touring the year in between constantly. Con- well, not not this year, but yeah, yeah. I mean, no one's touring this year. Yeah, so but I expect it, what I, they do. So I expect at least three new albums by next month. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay, guys, here's here's the May album. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. Uh, one album a month. <laughs> mm-hmm. So so true. Oh, and they always uh they always played a very different set list every time you'd see them. Yes. And they, they would do, dig yeah. deep. They would dig deep for a lot yeah. of uh, a lot of tracks that you never expected. Yeah. I mean we we yeah. heard some classic tracks that were fifteen plus years old the times we saw them. I mean I, I remember almost shitting my pants when they played evil never dies right right no yeah kidding. you know shit. it's like whoever thought they would yep. play that you know and there's so, there's just an no. I, don't, I don't know they played power surge i remember hearing like yeah. they're, they're yep. like you know a lot of really just unexpected tracks and i love that That's yeah nice. yeah so i have this really cool story regarding okay. going to see overkill yeah, so, um all right i the last time i saw overkill was during the grinding wheel tour and okay. the only reason why I went was because our friend Randy Carter, uh, his band um, Swarm, Swarm of Eyes, were playing the yep. same night at the same venue. Mm-hmm. Kind of like oh, the, nice. the, the uh, not an opening act, but um, they, yeah. they, played, they played upstairs and Overkill played downstairs. And the opening act okay. for, that, for, for that tour was Nile. Okay. okay. Um, so what made this show extra special for me was that I finally got to meet my Overkill friends from the message boards that I've talked to since uh, the Bloodletting album came out. So it was like 20 years ago. Oh, no kidding. So I finally met them. That's cool. After all these years of talking online, finally got to meet them. Oh, give uh, some shout-outs, man. Yeah. So so Shay, my bae. She's my my bae. (laughs) Um, Nancy and, uh, of course, Allison Hell. Oh, yeah. Nice. uh, Allison Hell's a retroid. uh, She's awesome. Yep. Yeah, and she also has her own band out. Uh, oh, she—they're not out yet. I think they were working on their, their album. I forget the name. Is a plague something? Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head. Oh, poor Allison. Let me look it up for Allison. Yeah, uh, yeah, look up for yeah, yeah. look up for Allison because she her band needs a mention. 
In yeah, my, we definitely got to shout that no, out. I have not heard a no from this new band, but she, her and her husband, uh, who was not her husband at the time, they were in a band together called uh, Dead Girls Don't Say No. And they were, <laughs> said yes to their marriage. Right now, but but they, that band had already broken up, so... Um, okay. uh, so yeah, anyways, so this is the first concert that I went to by myself, like actually attending by myself. And, okay. um, I knew I was going to meet these people there and whatnot. Okay. Yeah. So they were good. I knew that cause these, these guys have connections with the band. Like they know the band personally and they know the crew. Okay. And, um, the so band is I, called Mercury Plague. Yes. Okay. So I got the plague art part. You right. did. Yep. Um, uh, so I had. The, I I just assumed that I was just gonna like just watch the show by myself while they went to the VIP section. Okay, yeah. And now, now I was fine with that. That I don't expect any special treatment because I know these people who have know the band. Right. Um, so there's too many degrees of separation. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so it's like two whole degrees. Right. So so we're just like hanging out while Niles playing. We're just like talking, you know, having these conversations and how cool it's finally meet after 20 years. Um, so someone from the overkill camp came out with walking. They were like walking around with uh, the VIP passes to give out to you know the people that they know. Yep. And, uh, and then I was given one. Apparently nice. you know, oh. they had one me involved in the VIP and I didn't, didn't know this. And, oh, uh, no and shit. I was like, are you sure? I mean, I don't want to feel like I'm taking advantage of you guys. Like, no, just because I'm totally going to sleep with the band. Right. (laughs) Right. 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 So, so I got for the first time, Joe's always say yes. Yeah, that's true. Um, (laughs) And I was like, I was like speechless and I was just so thankful. And I still have the, the VIP bracelet. That that is super awesome. And I am like, like something that it's just a piece of paper. Like mm-hmm. it's worthless, but to me it means it's not what it is. It what it, what it represents. It's exactly, and it, it was so awesome. It was such a fun night, and it was like it was, it was the best concert I've ever been to be, because of that. Because it was, yeah. it was yeah. such such a, a great experience, and hearing the songs from the Grinding Wheel live mm-hmm. was like, yeah. wow, these songs are yeah. good live yeah just not in the studio version i just can't i can't do it in the studio version but they sound yeah. really good live and That's um cool. yeah so and i i i tell them to this day like i, I am so thankful like, i i'll never forget this for as long as i live like yeah, yeah. like no one has awesome, ever dude. done that that is me anyway su- super quality yeah yeah, this goes to show that people in the male community are like not all pricks, and uh, they yeah. really do only ninety nine percent of them. Yeah, yeah. So, so I was like in the lucky like zero zero point zero one percent. Nice. Yeah, that's my story. So that's a pretty great story to to end the episode with, if you ask me. I, yeah. I agree. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's no topping that for sure. So. So it's, it's, right, it's, uh, it's the most I've ever talked in, in an episode. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, um, this ended up being a pretty long episode. It yeah. did. We're 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 like two hours in. So oh this, no shit! Wow. Yeah. So this was a. Uh, I don't think it was said at the beginning, but this is a an episode of the Crow's Nest. So it's it's our yep. off-topic shit and uh, yep. and stuff like that. But yeah, we we it's our second episode of uh of our side side gig. Our bonus yeah, content our, our, our supposedly smaller and episode yeah getting antsy 
need right. uh, create some content <laughs> before we go insane. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, so supposed to be like the, the 15, the, the, these special episodes are supposed to be like 15, 20 minutes, but no, this is us, so we take forever. <laughs> right, exactly. We just love talking about Well, hey, things. you know what? 19 albums is a hell of a lot to go through. Yes. Right, exactly. Yes. Yes. We did, so there, there was a lot of... Yeah. We did like five. <laughs> right, uh-huh. exactly. Yeah. So. With Randy Carter of Swarm of Us. Yes, right. It all comes full circle. Yes. It all comes Triangular. full reach around with Randy. Yeah, it usually does. I've I've noticed that about him actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you can't help but notice it. It's 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 yeah, very you know. blatant. Yes. It is startling in fact <laughs> sometimes. Yes. <laughs> anyway, we shall end the episode here. Thanks everyone for listening, and we will catch you next time.